0: Business Brain, the Entrepreneur's Podcast, episode 392 for Wednesday, August 10th, 2022. (music) Greetings, folks, and welcome back to or welcome to Business Brain. The show by for and about entrepreneurs, because we're always using our business brains in all aspects of life, including our businesses. Sponsors for this episode include Shopify, where at Shopify.com slash SBS, you can get a 14-day trial and full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. And Bambi, where you can go to Bambi B-A-M-B-E-E.com slash small right now to schedule your free trial of their whole HR service. We'll talk more in depth about each of these in a minute here. Uh, that's great sponsors. I love these. Like they, they, yeah, they so do fit I. so perfectly for now here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton.
1: In Lafayette, California.
0: I am Shannon Jean. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, man, I'm good. Uh, it, it's <laughs> one of those crazy weeks. I'm, I, you know, I'm a drummer and this week I'm doing some, uh, what's called tech week for, I'm playing drums for Rocky Horror at this theater. Mm, uh, that's cool. Local. Yeah. It's these, it's, we're doing... Uh, Friday and Saturday midnight shows for the next three weeks. So um, uh, you know, we just got to get the show together. Fun. And uh, yeah, it is fun. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, Tech Week is always. It's a lot of time, is what it is, because it's you know everybody. You got to play the show a few times before before you bring the crowd in, and that's especially yeah. true with a midnight show uh, when a lot of the cast. I think the almost all of the cast is doing Rent as well at the same time. I am not playing oh. drums for Rent. Nice. But um but most of the cast is, so they've you know, they've got two shows in their head and like, you know, it's a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. a lot.
0: But,
1: yeah. Hey, I have a question for you. Before Come we man. get into our main topic today, which I am interested in uh hearing
0: your thoughts on uh, Which is, it's on downtime. downtime. Yeah, downtime we're gonna yeah. talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I like it. Yeah. Uh, but I've I've been I've been thinking about this, you know uh, when I was in the thick of running, you know, various businesses, it was kind of you, we didn't talk about politics in our business, but I've been think I've been seeing uh, more and more folks either leaning into talking about politics one way or another, or uh, specifically pointing out, you know, hey, we're not going to talk about it, and this is not the place. And I've thought, you know, I'd, I'd be interested in get, getting your thoughts about: Do you think it's a good thing to share your personal, uh, or maybe you have? It's maybe it's part of your culture, your corporate. Politics with the uh, outside world. No comment.
0: No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. That's one way to do it. it yeah, yeah it, I, I have always chosen in my businesses to keep politics out of our corporate message. Okay. Um. You know, we, we and in a hundred percent, and a large part of that is that. I am not one of those people, and and this is going to come across sounding judgmental, and it it probably is, but I I really don't fault people for the hobbies they choose. I'm a drummer, so, you know, (laughs) I can be faulted a lot, man. Uh, But I do not make partisan politics a hobby of mine. And it's largely because I good idea. Well, I don't know that it's a good idea or a bad idea. Some people seem to love that hobby. I love computer stuff and I love music. And so and I love going to concerts and and that consumes all of my time. And so I don't make partisan politics a hobby. I do care about certain things. Of course, Uh, I almost always vote. I don't want to say I always vote because I'm sure somebody out there might find a time and say, hey, there was this one local election where, you know, I I do care about things. I I do get involved locally in in our politics here in our town and uh, all of those things. But my businesses are not local businesses. And so perhaps that makes life easier for me to keep. My, you know, my my personal feelings of, about those, or my personal actions about those things, separate from my business actions, but it's always worked out well for us to keep our politics out of it. And and I say that with a, with an asterisk. One of the businesses that I'm involved in is uh, one of the bands I play in, Bitter Pill, and by golly uh you couldn't make it through 10 minutes of a bitter pill show without knowing a lot about the yeah. general political views of the band now whether those views are to what degree those views are shared by each member, you may or may not be able to suss out but but the band definitely comes across as this you know very liberal, uh outfit and and that serves the band well it's not wrong uh, about the band in general and and again some of the people in the band are far more strong you know feel strong far more strongly than others but it works out well for the band um but but it it, that's not why we do it It, it's just it well really it it comes from the, the person who put together the band my my friend billy butler he's very outspoken politically and and he's also outspoken politically when he's on stage which is no great so, surprise yeah so, so let me yeah
1: let me, i'll rephrase this yeah is it good is it good for business to share your politics
0: you know that, that that's i guess it maybe does it depend on the business i i think it depends on how you're gonna run your business i i think yeah. i i mean we know that and this is one of the things that i This is the thing I really hate about partisan politics about is is how divisive it is, right? I mean I I don't like dividing people. I mean, look what we do here. We bring people together, we talk about a common interest, and it quite frankly, it does the rest of it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter what you have in your pants. It doesn't matter what you believe about other things. We talk about business here on my other shows. I talk about, you know, nerdy stuff with, with computers and, and music stuff, right? Like, and it does, again, the rest doesn't matter. And, and there's no judgment about any of that. And so it can work to keep it out of it, but it, it, it can, you can never be, we always say the riches are in the niches. Maybe this is the right way to approach this answer. And so I just talked about three niches that have nothing to do with politics, but certainly exclude people that simply aren't who simply aren't interested in the topics we're talking about. Right. Like if you're not into nerdy stuff, you really aren't going to get a whole lot out of Mac geek. I mean, you might get some tips for your iPhone or whatever, but you're going to get bored pretty quickly, I would think. If you're not into to using your business brain uh, about things and applying that to your life, this show is probably not going to stick in the same, you know, it's true yeah, for a lot. Of, so sure. the niches are fine. If you choose to focus your niche of your business by adding a political message to it, I, I could see where they're certainly going to drive certain uh, potential customers far away. And it might also cause some potential customers to be more loyal to come to you. Yeah. Yeah. And also the same, I think you could uh, say the same about
1: employees. Yes, of course. Track certain employees and repel other ones. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. I've just been thinking about it, you know, more and more because I see a lot of it and I wonder, uh, you know, if, I would love some feedback from our our listeners if you are you know if you if you talk about politics in your business to, or or you have a policy not to well, how do you keep your employees from not doing it, you know, or how do you yeah. handle that? How to, how's that part of your culture? Uh, feedback at businessbrain, uh, dot show. I would love to hear from you or come to businessshow.co. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, do it again. <sighs>
0: Businessshow.com does still work, but yeah. it is businessbrain.show. Yeah.
1: Yeah, businessbrain.show slash Facebook. Will that get you to our Facebook group? Yeah. And, yes, uh, it will. Yes. Great. Go there and, uh, and and share
0: your share your thoughts because I, I don't know the right answer. Yeah, what is, I, what I, are I your might, feelings on this? I mean, you hey, have you you have mostly kept any political messages out of your business as well. I believe yes, right. I have. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't think it's the place.
1: I don't think people are coming uh, to you for that. And um, they're coming to, you know, my experience are coming to us for a service or a product yeah. and we want to be as efficient and focus on giving them great, a great experience. And uh, you know, politics be damned, right? We, yeah. we don't care. It shouldn't even, in my opinion, it shouldn't come up, but it, it's, a, we live in a different world now. We and, do. Uh,
0: and, no, so I, I, you know, I've had this question in my head, like, should there be more of this, in my business, and I, you know, it's just such an exhausting thing to me. That yeah, you know that that I can't, I, I, I can't yet anyway bring myself to 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 make that part of my day. If that makes sense, no, uh, you no, know, no, I
1: agree. Yeah, it doesn't. The thing about it is, is
0: when the in my
1: <laughs> my own selfish worldview, being ve- invested in this you know, partisan politics, like you said, it doesn't make you any happier. It, you know, it actually, I think often just does the opposite and frustrates you. Cause you you feel like, well, I can't help. If you really want to
0: help get involved in local politics, cause that no. impacts your life much, much more. Right. I, that's, that's um, where I found and, and, I can feel productive. And, and that's, yeah, you know, that's my thing. Right. Is I, I need to feel like what I'm doing is making a difference. And yeah I, I don't mean to say that you can't make a big di- a difference on a on a large scale. But for me, and again, very much, you know, Dave centric view, I, I've found that I can be more productive when when working, you know, locally and and actually talking to the people who are in power and understanding them because that's a huge part of it. It's like I've found so many times locally, I you know, and this is a bit of a tangent, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll see somebody that that appears to be on the other side of an issue from me and then I'll go and sit and have a bagel with them. Oh yeah. And, totally different. And listen <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, okay, you know, first of all, we're really not that that different and secondly, Actually, I understand what you're saying now, you know, and and there can be that. And and I I like that part, like that, that part I actually enjoy because it's productive. And sometimes I, you know, sometimes I'm the one convinced and sometimes the other person is the one convinced. But it, it, you know, it's that meeting of the minds that I really enjoy. So, yeah, same. Yeah, it's good. All right. Listen, we know it here. We say it all the time. Nothing is more important to our small businesses than our people. And you can take care of them with real HR support from our sponsor, Bambi. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours, like ours, so we can automate the most important HR practices and then get our own dedicated HR manager, dedicated. First, Bambi's HR autopilot automates your core policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. Then, your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance, available by phone, email, chat. You know, an in-house HR manager can cost up to eighty dollars a year, but with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month no hidden fees, cancel any time. This is the part of this that blows me away because we all need this. We all know we need it. We ignore it because we don't think we can make it work and afford it. Bambi changes all of that. And that's why they've received thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot and all that stuff. You gotta check them out. Go to Bambi.com slash small right now for your free HR audit. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash small. Bambi.com slash small. And our thanks to Bambi for sponsoring this episode. You know, we love that sound here because that sound is the sound of a sale happening on Shopify, our next sponsor here. Shopify is a platform designed for anyone to sell anywhere, giving entrepreneurs like us the resources once reserved for big businesses, customized for our needs, with a great looking online store that can bring your ideas to life and tools that help you manage your day to day and drive sales. Making your idea real opens endless possibilities. And it's a journey. Journey. And that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. That's why you use your business brain all the time. And Shannon and I, we used Shopify with a lot of different things over the years here because Shopify, they know what they're doing. They figured out how to make that part of your business work. So let them do that for you. Every 28 seconds, a small business owner makes their first sale on Shopify. And the next one is... Can be you get started by building and customizing your online store with no coding or design experience at all. You are going to be, you're going to love this. Go to Shopify.com slash SBS, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Start selling on Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash SBS right now, Shopify.com slash SBS, and our thanks to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. All right, so... I want to talk about the importance of downtime, Shannon. I've been thinking about this, right? It's it, so okay. let, let me let me sort of put this out there. When was the last time you had a ride home moment, right? And and with that, by that I mean, you know, you had a conversation with someone, maybe a negotiation with someone. And on the ride home, you think of what would have been the perfect thing you could have said, right? A Costanza moment. Yeah, yeah, Costanza <laughs> moment. That's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. He, he did it. Yeah. 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 It, to me, that's the result of the benefit of downtime. You know, you the, the car often is the 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 most frequent downtime many of us get if you drive, where you know, you're not really thinking about things, but you're letting your brain think about things. Because when we're hyper focused on something. we're often unable to see the big picture. You know, you, you you talk about getting caught in the weeds. So much of our lives have to be in the weeds. We have to get things done. Action happens in the weeds. And it's good to take a step back and see that big picture. And so we need to give our business brains time to percolate in the background on things, right? And so it's not just the rides home and it's not just specific moments we're workaholics right we we entrepreneurs generally yeah, speaking i' I'm, right. I'm certainly sure. speaking about myself here uh, but i I think I'm not alone uh, and it serves us well being a a workaholic it gets stuff done but our workaholic business brains are served even better when we aren't working them nonstop w- would, would you agree with this Shannon do you have yeah I, yeah. I think I don't
1: you know what's funny is I look at that word downtime and I immediately like oh you know it's like I yeah uh, I, I recoil away from it because my story that I've built for my whole life is that I'm a hard worker and I'm the one that grinds it out and I keep powering through uh, and that has made a very positive difference in my life and so. I, I, I've been trying to think about just the last few moments here of what other word that I wouldn't feel. And I don't know why I feel this way, but sure. I definitely feel threat, threatened by that word downtime. But I, I really value in and understand your comment about like on the drive somewhere, you know, as we come into the fall, uh, I'm a duck hunter and I love, you know, being out in the, in the wilderness during the winter time and driving to and from, where I hunt, I get a ton of that freedom to to let my business brain percolate in the car, you know, on the way home or on the the way to the night before. And it is really valuable. um, And I have solved lots of problems that way. Uh, So I I do think it's an important thing. And I guess all of us uh, certainly have different methods of finding there. It's almost like a a Zen moment, if you will. It's very meditative, and and you can just kind of think and let your mind wander. And oftentimes, you wander up onto a solution that perhaps would eluded would have eluded you if you didn't have that that free time.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it's it's those. I, I I think about it as putting putting something else in the foreground so that my mind can do what it's good at, and when I'm not getting in its way. Right? It, you know, if I've got yeah. some problem or whatever, I, I just want to let it kind of percolate. And then answers will start to pop up, right? The whole idea of 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 renaming this show, I think, came from one of those percolation moments. Like, this show's not named yeah, yeah. what it should be. You know, it, I didn't come up with the name in one of those percolation moments, mind you. I think you came up with this name. Yeah, but sure. But it was like, wait, we got to change this. And I knew it was a problem. That was the thing is I'd had conversations. I think you and I had even had conversations, but I certainly had conversations not only with friends, but with people that I tried to point to the show and the name, the small business show was frustrating. And I would say, oh, you would even tell, ta- you even taught me. You're like, oh, just tell people to search for your name in the iTunes store. I'm like, or oh, the Apple store. I'm like, oh, right. That's smart. Okay. And, and then one day come literally walking out of the shower, which is one of those great sort of things where I, I, I sort of call it meditative. I want to talk about meditation a little bit because um, okay. I think of that differently. Uh, it, it is a tool here, but the shower Is that, you know, let's call it a Zen moment, although that's probably also the wrong term where you're not intentionally thinking about anything. It's like when you're driving that shot, you know, the same thing. You're just letting your mind. You're focused enough on the activity you're doing, but it's a generally a simple activity driving becomes a simple activity once we learn how to do it. Showering, I assume, was the same way. The first time we had to shower ourselves was probably a super stressful thing trying to remember all the stuff to do. But now it's a ritual, right? And we just do our ritual and we're focused on the ritual and and then our minds can do their work in the background. And so many good things come out of that. So maybe that's the right maybe that's the right word is is instead of a Zen. For me, I'll use the ritualistic moment, not a Zen moment. Although that yeah. probably makes yeah, me looking. sound like some cult leader or something. Maybe, maybe I am. I don't know. Are you guys no. are <laughs> cult followers? I don't know. <laughs> could be. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. You, you know, you, you mentioned your, your duck hunting, the drives to and from certainly provide you with that, you know, ritualistic moment we talked about where you're, you're focused on something relatively simple. So your brain is sort of free to, to move. But I would argue that your duck hunting, like even while you're out there doing it, you're fo- oh, yeah, you're sure. taking an action. It's not like you're just sitting yeah. there driving yourself or being driven, but you're you're doing a thing that you've learned how to do, that you love to do, that you're focused on doing, and that does free up your mind from thinking about the other problems in your life, right? And I've I've always yeah, sure. said. You know, like vacations are the same way. They're not necessarily downtime, folks. I I don't know what kind of vacations you take, but the kind of vacations I take rarely, like every now and then (laughs) I'm on a vacation where I'm like sitting on the beach. But that's far and few between for me. I'm usually doing something, you you know, and uh, I I often come back from vacation eager to get to my desk for a sense of calm and peace. (laughs) Uh, That's That's true. And that's okay. Like, I, that's, I don't say that to to imply that I hate my vacations. I love traveling. I love my vacations because it's different. It's a change of pace. But I'm often exhausted when I come back from them. But it does. It, it frees me from being focused on this daily grind by doing a different daily grind. And I think that's okay. Yeah. I, I think, you know, what –
1: I I, I agree with this and I think everybody does it in different manner. Uh, I can tell you, like I woke up this morning and like maybe all of us or many of us, I grabbed my phone. I looked over to see what kind of messages came in overnight. And I had one that's like going to cause me some uh, difficulty and I've got to come up with a solution and I've got to kind of, power through a bit of adversity. And as uh, I was like, oh, and then we're recording a little early today. So I was like, okay, I can't, I can't think about this. I got to jump into this. Yeah, And then I, f- I found myself thinking, okay, when I'm done with the show here, I'm going to grab, I-, I need to just detox from this for a few minutes. And I'm going to grab a book. And for me, reading something not related to whatever it is I'm working on is another way to allow my brain to kind of percolate in the background and come up with ideas and solutions. So it's almost like you have to have this parallel act for me, a parallel activity, whether it's focusing on driving, uh, you know, sitting in a duck blind or reading a book. I, you know, I love to read biographies of, you know, uh, you know, famous business, uh, people, Henry Ford, sure. you know, Andrew Carnegie, that kind of stuff, because I can think while I read, you know, you can kind of, I'll sit there and sit there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden something, Oh, okay. This is how to handle it. And, uh, it's kind of, a, it's, it's interesting that you, that you bring that, this, this up, because I think I do it all the time, but I'm just not, you know, aware of it. It's not uh, intentional. Is, yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and that's, that's why I, I, I sort of, pushed back a little bit on the word meditation because yes, all of these things are meditative in, in their own ways. To me, meditation is an act of intention. It is an activity, even though it might appear as though you're doing nothing. In fact, when I meditate, I am very intentionally focused on thinking about nothing. And that's Mm -hmm. much more difficult for me, then it sounds, uh, you know, one, one, if you've never meditated before, I'll share a very simple way to get started or just a simple way, even if you don't want to get started to understand what happens with meditation. So uh, I I often still to this day do the the, the first thing I learned, which is breath counting meditation, and I will breathe in and out and that's one and in and out and two, and I will do that up to four and then I go back to one. And they, they, the reason they tell you to, to not just keep going above that is you'll start to get distracted by the competition of, oh, how many breaths can I do? And now instead of focusing only on your breath, you're now focusing on the number, which is, which is not the intention of this. And the idea is to not let thoughts get in your way. They will. Right. They absolutely will. It's how our brains work. You're going to be doing your breath counting. And then suddenly I'm thinking about, oh, that, you know, that text I got this morning that's going to cause me problems. And and the idea is to not engage with the thoughts is to just notice the thought, accept that the thought happened and let it go. And if you do this long enough, a it's good practice because that's what a meditation practice is. But but, you know, you're teaching your brain how to not get distracted as much uh, by things and just letting things go. But eventually your brain will stop presenting you with it will have it will have played all of its cards. Right. You know, it's like, oh, I want to show you this and distract you with this and this and this and this. And finally, it's like it runs out of things. And so it just calms down. And those moments where I, I call them true moments of clear thought, that's like blissful. Uh, rarely do I get those anywhere other than the flotation tank because the idea behind the flotation tank, they're called uh, the misnomer for them is sensory deprivation tanks. You are not deprived of your senses. Your body still works perfectly fine. The entire time you're in the tank, there's nothing wrong with you. You are deprived of sensory input in the tank. That's the point. So that really the only thing that can distract you are your own thoughts and once that's done, you're not hearing things or seeing things in the outside world that might then also be distractions. That's the idea. That was why the tank was created um, initially. And and so getting to that point, and it usually takes me 30 or 40 minutes to get to that point where I have, like, my brain has stopped showing me things. And then I get that clear thought. But then when things come back online, that drive home from the, the tank is filled with ideas. It's 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 really quite something. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I've never done that. I have to try that. That's, yeah. That's fascinating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. H- how about um, flipping is a little bit yeah. on on its head as in getting your employees and you know your team uh, in, invested in this concept as well because you want Those good ideas and those flashes of brilliance and the pure ideas or solutions to come up from the people that work for you as well, right? Absolutely. So uh, making, you know, this downtime concept, uh, whether it's, you know, however you implement it uh, to, to... to your people. I think it would be very important and
0: extremely beneficial um, to your organization, right? Yeah. I I think there's a lot of different ways to do this. Um, One way would, would to just be make it, Part of your culture that people, you know, you bake one. Well, let's call it a mental health day or something into you mm-hmm. know your schedule once a month or something. Or you just it, you don't you don't need to be sick. It's not a vacation day. You, this is just for you. Yeah. Uh, although I, I think vacation days are also can can also serve that purpose of mental health days. You know, but um, but another way would be, I think corporate travel like it, like traveling for business. It provides that change, right? It's, it's, I, I, I certainly don't. <laughs> I'm hesitant to use the word vacation here because well, yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want anyone to think that I try to convince my employees that when they get to travel for business, it's vacation. It's not. Right. But it it it's that same thing as vacation where, you know, you, you go and you do something or at least my type of vacations where I go and I do something and I'm super hyper focused and it's exhausting and it t- consumes all of my time and energy and I come back and I'm happy to be back in the office. That often happens with business trips, too. They can be whirlwinds. But you're focused on something different for those, you know, two to four days or whatever, you know, they usually wind up being. And then you get back to the office and in a sense, you're refreshed or at least you're happy to be back. (laughs) And and that can be part of it. um, Doing a retreat together as a company, either, you know, you always talked about your Friday uh, cookouts that you had with Uh with your company. To me, I see that as. Prioritizing downtime in your company, and and you didn't have to like travel anywhere. You just did it at, sure. at work, but you changed gears. So yeah, I think that's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. For changing sure. gears, that's great. Yep, yeah, yep, I like it. Yeah, it's it's yeah down. Maybe maybe for anyone like you who recoils at the word downtime, maybe this segment is the importance of changing gears. Yeah, something
1: along that lines. Getting you out of the day to day and uh, yeah. freeing up your brain to kind of work. It's almost like you know the importance of f- zooming out. Yeah, something like that. You have to allow your brain to kind of flank, come around that the side with <laughs> with ideas, and they kind of sneak in. Because if you really try to focus all the time, you know sometimes you miss. Uh, uh, you miss that stuff, so yeah. I, I I do really think it's important, and uh, I love the concept. I think it's it's great that we're talking about
0: it. No, we at, at our house this summer, this spring, I guess we we wound up uh, adding a patio to our our backyard, something that we'd never had before, and we're using space now that had I mean we had walked through it, but it was an area that we had pretty much done zero with for the last seventeen years while we've been here, and now. We spend at least an hour a day out on this patio. And one of the nice things about it is that it is, you know, I was going to call it a non technologically infused living space. I mean, <laughs> I don't know that that's true. I have this, you know, Wi Fi capable uh, mosquito repellent system from Thermocell, which is freaking amazing. I, like, if yeah. you have any problems with mos- mosquitoes, check out Thermocell. So I, I will put that I love there. that I love Thermocell but I don't like having to buy the cartridges.
1: I get that from a business perspective it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, you got to get you have to keep yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's how it's how it works. But yeah, but I, we, I talk about it on, on the show. The subscription, the recurring revenue yes, It's great, but it's right, you know right, <laughs> I right. get
0: it. No, but it's it works. It's like where we live here I mean, not only am I in New England where it's humid and there's mosquitoes everywhere, but like especially the back of our house backs up to the woods and not too far away is a big body of water. And so mosquitoes are a huge part of our life here and Thermacell, all of their products and especially their new Thermacell Live, which is the sort of permanent, I'll call it permanent installation thing. It's been, um, it's amazing. But anyway, uh, you know, so there's technology out there. There's also a hot tub out there. That's technology, right? But it may be someplace where screens are not a default part of the experience. Every time we go out there, we're either sitting in the hot tub, we're sitting at the fire pit. I I did, I have a projector because somebody sent me one. And so I bought a screen on Amazon for 60 bucks. But that's the... but we, okay, it's an occasional thing, right? Like we we yeah. will we will probably use it to watch like maybe football games and concerts, right? Because you know, but we like that band Fish. They live stream all their shows. To put one of their shows on out on the patio while we have the fire pit going, like that. That like that. that to me seems great that's a great way to relax yeah, awesome but, but, absolutely but it's not just a place where every time we sit down the screen automatically comes on right and yeah, and yes. and so having this and and having a place outdoors uh really has been hugely beneficial for that thought process thing uh for for me although i will say and i know i'm curious to your feelings on this i think i know them but i but i think having a space where the screen is a part of the experience can be valuable for this downtime, this change of gears. However, with any of these things, if you are sitting there and basically just being on your phone the whole time while everything else is going on around you, I'm not convinced that's a change of gears. That's not a change of gears for me because I'm so engaged with the online world all the time. detaching from that in whatever way. And I realize you know, we watch TV and that's online, but it's, it's one way. It's not in, it's different. It's passive. Yeah. 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 So, well, I I always
1: say that I'll never forgive Apple for inventing the iPhone. It's just, uh, I'll never forgive them. I mean, I I love it and I'm addicted to it. Probably like, you know, everybody listening here and it's a great tool and it's changed my life. And I built a business just using it, you know, all this kind of stuff. But on the flip side, it's, when you're relaxing and trying, we we have an outdoor space like you're talking about, and we yep. have a TV out there. Okay. And, and my we put it there because my wife loves to watch the San Francisco Giants and watch the baseball game We watch football out there during the fall. Yep. And it's awesome. I love it. And it allows you to relax and everything. But you're right. The minute you pick your phone up, it changes. <laughs> you, uh, well, you've left so you, that.
0: You, when you yeah. When I pick my phone up, I don't want to tell anybody else what they do, but when I pick my phone up, I have left whatever physical environment I'm in and now I'm just in my phone. And it doesn't matter if I'm outside, inside, on an airplane, whatever, I am in the environment of my phone. I'm in cyberspace at that point, you know. And yeah, and it is a, a weirdly detached thing, but it's also completely distracted. I, I don't know. It, it it has its purpose, obviously. And and I will I, I have to say this. Um if Apple didn't invent the iPhone, somebody else would have. Um Yo, and, yes, of course, and of and course. I, 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 I say that perfect, yeah. yeah, well. I, a good friend of mine, Andy Grignan, uh was one of the 10 or so people on the team of the original iPhone. Uh, Ooh, he did all nice. the radios for it. Yeah. And uh, it worked very closely with Steve Jobs, obviously. And a lot of that work was done at his house. And there's some great stories that Andy, that are Andy's to tell. But one story I will tell is I long after this, I was out to eat with him. And I saw his face just kind of go white. And... I, I looked, and I saw he was looking at another table, and I looked at the other table, and there was a family of four people, all four of whom were buried in their iPhones, ignoring each other. Oh, and that's brutal. And he was, like, I could tell he felt terrible about the, the role he played in allowing that to be a thing that happened. And and so I had to remind him, like, Andy, you did, you, you actually created a great thing for the world. There, yeah. You know, there are downsides to it and that's obviously one of them we will fix this as a society we're just not there yet uh i think so yeah yeah yeah, we're
1: we're in adjustment phase yeah yeah it's
0: the early years man we got to figure it out remember there you know there were no four-way stops no one even understood the concept of a four-way stop when the first car was invented
1: yeah and i would say my one of probably my biggest complaints is that uh the foot your phone has destroyed many opportunities for downtime. That's and yes, it allows you to just fill space and absorb more more non essential stuff or become more addicted to news or politics, like we talked about during the yeah. intro. Yeah, uh, and and so from that aspect, and and I do believe it's learning to manage it and like leaving it in another room and not having it near you the whole time
0: i leave my phone Uh, inside when i go out on the patio most of the time and when i bring it out with me it's a different experience yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah, i agree yeah yeah for sure so that's good what else uh how how else can we you know experience this kind of freedom
0: and and allow our brains to percolate these great ideas we're gonna need to let everybody else tell us feedback at businessbrain.show yeah i don't i don't have any other uh I, I
1: don't yeah, know. It's, it's, I don't know the answer. I would love to. Yeah, I'd love to hear it as well and and uh, find out you know what what other people do to uh, to relax and let go and let your brain
0: green uh, figure out uh, new ways to solve problems, new ways to solve problems. That's yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us, folks. Thanks for uh, let us know though. We've we've talked about two things that I know you have thoughts about. So share them with us feedback at business business huh, easy for me to I, it, I'll get there hey. feedback at businessbrain.show that's right make sure to uh, check out our sponsors Bambi.com slash small and shopify.com SBS we'll get them over to the slash brains at some point now keep living that charmed life we'll see you next time